Welcome to the last episode of a 10 episode podcast series Banker with a Soul. Vasudevan's firm has become a bank. He has desires beyond lending. He meets the poor, sees poverty up close. It hits him hard. On the treasury management side, um, how difficult how steep was the learning curve because treasury management for an NBFC is very different uh, for treasury management of a bank. Well, I think that we got away. I think a little easier because even um, mm. as an NBOC, we used to have our people in treasury to maintain our borrowing from the banks and all that. So some little bit of uh, experience on that was there in the system already. And um, and as a small finance bank, anyway, we don't deal with foreign exchange and all. They're all purely only rupee. And um, mm. so our treasury, I think, was uh, smoother. It, it it just fell in place fairly smoothly. One of our existing staff mm. moved in. treasury he is still the number 2 in treasury department and i think uh, treasury has been uh, in my view very smooth for us uh, let me let me try and get uh, your uh, you know try and get uh, our listeners to understand the experience of floating a public issue so when you became a bank it was necessary to go for a public issue as an mfi you had 93% foreign investment but as a bank you needed to reduce it to 49% uh, how did you go about doing this Yeah, so public issue was the only option to get domestic uh, institutional investors because they won't invest in unlisted companies. So we had to necessarily list the holding company. So we went ahead and listed the holding company, and uh, the holding company, as per RBI guidelines, needed to have a forty percent lock-in in the bank for a five-year period. And another RBI guideline is that the bank uh, has to itself list within three years. So we were really mm. hoping that there will be some concession given from RBI to not list the bank within three years, but mm. allow us the fifth year so that we can actually merge the whole co with the bank and have only one listed entity in the system and not two. But unfortunately, that uh, was really not available to us, and so we went uh, had to go and list the bank separately, and the whole co was also listed already. uh so we are now uh, right. uh, you know having two listed entities for actually the same business were you anxious before the run up to the listing where the issue was 17 times eventually oversubscribed it was you got a favorable response it was a blockbuster of sorts but did it what did you did you pass through some very anxious moments before the listing yeah it was the first listing experience for me i had not done that before and uh, so we did do all the investor meetings and all that um and uh, you know we also had to highlight the fact that uh, the holding company and the bank has a 5% donation to the uh, csr activities against the 2% mandated so there's a lot of uh, feedback from the bankers that whether mm. that will be acceptable at the investor level but we said that no that's part of the ethos of the system and it can't be changed and uh, then when we went for the road shows they told me that uh, in uh, gujarat at least we don't talk too much about this uh, 5% stuff they they may not like it but i said no that's part of the system i can i can't just keep it off you know it's an industrial right. information and they need to know and so in uh, ahmedabad and uh, rajkot when we had our uh, investor meets we I, i did highlight that and very surprisingly investors came forward and some of them when they met me later on one on one, on one they said that you know we have so far been recommending uh, ipos uh, for subscription to our members based on the financials and mm. this is the first time i am going to recommend an ipo with a lot of happiness in my mind so that's the mm. feedback that some of those people gave me 
so it was it was very interesting and um, so we did go through a lot of uh, struggle to get the ipo off the ground um, because it was a large issue in those days 2200 crores was in those days one of the largest issues and uh, for a bank which does, does not have any background uh, as an nboc we have a lot of background right. but as a bank we had zero background bank was That's not true. even in existence at that time it was april when we did the ipo bank started only in september so it was all about um, right. giving them an idea of the future of the bank and ask them to invest today so it was not such right. an easy job but uh, finally thankfully we did uh, get a 17 times subscription absolutely uh, finally let me come to the final chapter of your professional life uh, what next so um, this uh, desire to do something for the society something which has been there uh, for some time now so our own equitas trust we are doing lot of activities we run eight schools uh, nearly 7000 children studying in the schools and uh, we do lot of work with the children to ensure that even post school we are there with them till they get a good college and then uh, good placements etc and uh, we do run medical camps i think more than 8 million people have benefited through our medical camps uh, in fact we tied up with all the state governments during the covid period to organize uh, vaccination camps for covid and uh, we have uh, through our camps more than 5 million people have been vaccinated through our camps that we organized and brought people to the camps um, skill training job fairs payment dollar rehabilitation i mean you name it we have an extremely right. robust strong social program going in equitas but parallelly right. um parallelly we had also started a trust in my daughter's name about uh, six, seven years or eight years back called varshinilam trust mm. and uh, in that yeah. trust we started an adoption center there we have been running it for about 5 6 years now it's a state central government uh, accredited uh, adoption pro- program that we run there and <clears throat> recently we have launched a doorstep uh, therapy service for uh, disabled children in the 0 right. to 3 year category for uh, people who are mm. from the low income or semi urban rural where they don't have either money or access to proper therapy for their babies and if uh, at the earliest stage you don't attend to the babies the, the deficiency becomes a permanent and then the child has to live with it forever so if we can only in right, right. at the 0 to 3 year level the probability of the child of large sustainable programs uh, you know take us through the formation of the edit trust uh, did you have it in your mind from the beginning yeah so uh, uh, we started uh, the edit trust uh, equitas trust uh, within two months of starting operations of the company uh, mm-hmm. so this thought of giving back was there in our mind uh, even before the company was formed and right. uh, as soon as the company was formed we passed a resolution that 5% of our profit will go to the trust mm. uh, so so these are the structural things we put in place right from day one right right and also some people told me that uh, trusts are generally areas where lot of uh, you know um, management issues happen and uh, people become you know have vested interest they run it in their own personal interest and all that so to avoid all that what we did is uh, the, the original trustee we said that the board of equitas will be the only one who is competent to appoint or remove trustees right uh, so that it's always under the control of equitas and not under anyone else's control and Absolutely. Uh, so that's how it started so we are now running about eight schools in tamil nadu with about 7000 plus uh, children studying there 
we give them high quality english medium education these children are typically uh, children from uh, families whose annual incomes are less than 2 lakh rupees and uh, many of them are first generation learners and uh, it's all english medium that we provide them uh, of course we do a lot of other activities to make it a holistic education for the children uh, we also handhold them even after they graduate out of the school <clears throat> we handhold them we try to find out the right uh, additional courses they should take to make themselves better empowered uh, by the time they finish their graduation and wherever required we fund those additional courses because many times they don't have the money for that um yeah and uh, then the medical program is another large mega project that we run we have a tie with over 900 hospitals across the country uh, we conduct nearly 300 camps every month almost 50000 people benefit on a monthly basis and nearly 80 lakh people have benefited so far through our programs uh, <clears throat> then we do skill training for people from low income families yeah. nearly 5 and 1/2 lakh people have been skill trained so far and some survey that we did earlier revealed that almost 55% of those who have been skilled by us uh, have reported an increase in their family income between 500 and 2000 rupees per month so there's some amount yeah. of improvement that we are able to see on their income levels Thank you for listening to a very special podcast series Banker with a Soul in a deep and insightful conversation with one of India's foremost financial sector veterans and legends PN Vasudevan